interesting 72 hours i can't wait till it's over i have my i have my beer i have my post trade deadline beer in my fridge waiting waiting looking at me winking at me saying just wait just wait 10 p.m after the trade deadline it'll all be over maybe you've written a column by then you've already watched the game that it's winking at me it's it, every time i open the fridge it's like smiles at me it's there Watch a movie. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Strawberry banana. Hey, Vape Please don't aggregate this. Lillard. Long range three. Their defense is atrocious. I'm sort of the rock star. Tiso is the official watch of the NBA. Everybody who listens to this podcast knows how I feel about aggregation. I'm oddly intrigued by neck tattoos. You know, we love China. We love no playing here. Oh, man, oh, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's, it's just hit me right now. Shut up and listen. You, you think you're better than me? Bye. All right, we are back. Uh, this is Swish FM, Chris Wendelkin, and Ben Craw. Ben, the NBA trade deadline is this week. Thursday, March 25th at 3 p.m. Mm. We, we here at Swish FM, Ben, are waiting with bated breath on whatever front office intel you've been gathering. Basketball never sleeps, Chris. Uh, as our listeners know, we have been keeping our, our ears, our eyes, our noses to the grindstone week in, week out, day in, day out. This is a 24-7 yeah. job for us, um, bringing you, you know, breaking news, inside scoops, um, you know, leveraging all of our front office insider status, frankly, yes. is what yeah. it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. To, uh, yeah, to, 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 to provide that, that service, that value to our listeners. Well, our audience is very curious what you've been hearing, Ben. You've become obviously famous over the years for all the buzz that you hear, mm-hmm. all the intel that you collect around this time of year. So, Ben, uh, you know, why don't you give us a little state of the union here at the top of the show, if you will, on the eve of one of the busiest days of the NBA calendar. Uh, what are the whispers? Are, are you expecting a lot of movement and activity this year at the deadline? Do you, do you f- foresee teams sort of stockpiling up and, and rolling the dice for the for the coveted spot at, in the play-in tournament? Uh, tell us what you've been hearing as the mm-hmm. podcast's resident league insider. What do you expect? Yeah, that's right, Chris. I am um, by by profession a uh, an NBA front office insider. Um, <laughs> However, I I've got a confession to make. I don't okay. have um, this this season in particular. I, I I'm afraid to um, to uh, announce that I do not have quite as much um, front office uh, insider information as I normally do. Um, wow. Due to some um, some top shot debts that I have accrued <laughs> over the past few weeks, I have unfortunately been uh, forced to sell a lot of my. Um, my front office contact information um, mm. to various competitors. Um, I uh, yeah, I'm in currently some uh, fairly substantial debt. I um, I took a loan out uh, uh, last month um, from so OT, our parent company OTL Inc. Um, w- you know, one of the many many services that they provide is um, they're actually a financial institution, and they uh, they they. Um, they allow for loans without any uh, credit credit information, credit check whatsoever. So I, I took a loan out, um, a, f- a fairly substantial one. I told them that it was for a home renovation project, and uh, I was able to get some some very fast cash. Um, the interest rate is around sixty five percent, I believe. Oh, God. Um, 
<laughs> and I immediately uh, spent all that money on um, on on Top Shot moments. Uh, so which you I, further I, d- dug your grave. <laughs> I be- I believed at the time that I was getting in um, at the you know at the floor of of the of the market, but it turns out that I was actually at the ceiling. Unfortunately. <laughs> Uh, I now have um, hundreds of uh, Jay, Jay Crowder, uh, Evan Fournier moments. Um, I have a Stanley Johnson moment that I really thought was going to be a smart investment um, that I that I frankly overspent on. I'll, I can admit that now. Um, so yeah, uh, due to those uh, circumstances, I don't have quite as much uh, specific All intel. Right. Um, but but I remain, Chris, a, an NBA front office insider. I feel uh, like I have, um, you know, a track record um, and, uh, and, and uh, sort of a, um, you know, some, some goodwill uh, built up um, with my, my, my history, my past, uh, you know, uh, uh, hits, you know, um, so I'm, uh, I feel very, still very qualified to, to judge and grade, um, whatever sort of information, uh, you've been able to, uh, access. Um, Perfect. so I don't think that there's any reason why we, uh, can't provide the same okay, level great. of quality, uh, you know, this trade deadline, um, to uh, to our listeners as we have so in the past. Here's what we'll do, I think then, Ben. What we'll do is I'll draw up some some trades based on the intel that I've been hearing mm-hmm. and I want you to hear me out. I'll make a case on both sides of these trades, you know, for each team involved and um you'll give me a letter grade. Uh how, if if you like it, if you hate it, whatever it is, I want you to be really straight with me, Ben. Don't beat around the bush. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, and we'll yeah we'll just we'll we'll just do that. I have uh, something of a of an exciting new addition uh, to this year's tradition, which is um, mm-hmm. uh, an IPA. Ben, a uh, I have a beer here. Um, wow, an actual beer. Yeah, an actual beer. So in the mm. tradition of Zach Lowe, who has one full uh, IPA after every trade deadline. Uh, I too, Ben, will be taking one shot of IPA beer for wow. each trade that I propose. Amazing! Um, this is like yes. a power hour, but it's but a power trades. hour exactly. Yeah. Um. So, Ben, once again, we are uh back in the saddle here with the annual Zach Lowe IPA Trade Machine Bonanza. Ben, the mantra, the guiding principle mm. for this episode, as you know, as always, it's very simple, Ben. It's if the salaries match, if those salaries yep. match, it's a green light, it's a go. So Ding, ding. Yeah. Um, so let's hop into it. Um, okay. I just want to warn you, Chris, um, I, we will uh, have a uh, brief interruption uh, okay. in about 21 minutes uh, okay. due to a, uh, a, drop, a, a top shot uh, <laughs> uh, pack drop um, that's, that's going to be occurring. Okay. I, uh, I still, I'm so this very is much the in, very, in the game. This is the very drug and addiction that got you into. Not, not an addiction. Definitely <laughs> okay. not an addiction. I, I uh-huh. resent that remark. Um, not a drug, not an addiction. Um, I, it's just, a, it's part and of my strategy here. An I, investment um, strategy. Yeah. Yep. 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 I think that, uh, any, any, any day now I'm going to be able to turn things around and, um, and that, uh, you know, minus uh, 5,600% uh, that I'm looking at on my ROI, I, uh, I am going to be able to turn that around, um, I think, within, you know, a, a matter of weeks, according to my calculations. So, 
uh, just wanna just wanna alert you that yeah, we've got about twenty minutes and ten seconds here counting down <laughs> okay. until the next drop. Uh, of course, you know, uh, feel free. We will we'll be able to resume after that. Sure, but, uh, sure. I, I um, yeah, I regret that, that this will be interrupting our podcast, but obviously, Top Shot does take precedence, take precedence. over um, all other aspects of my life. Yeah. For sure. All right, yeah. here we go. Here we go. Um, all right, Ben. Well, the the way I approached this trade deadline, like last year, was pretty simple. Mm. Uh, basically, I began by asking myself, who are the teams who are looking to acquire talent for a playoff push, and who are the teams looking to deal off talent to blow it up, uh, so that they might focus on a rebuild, maybe free up salary cap space to sign players in the off season, et cetera. So mm-hmm. some of the teams that I identified as buyers, uh, basically all the good teams, um, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, so, uh, that checks out. Yep, yeah. Yep. Yeah. The 76ers, they're going to be looking to buy the nets, the mm-hmm. bucks, the heat, the Knicks, obviously. Knicks, Knicks a yeah, very good team. Yeah. yeah. The Celtics, the Hornets, the Pacers, mm. uh, the Celtics. I'm not, I might have a quibble with that. Okay. One, but let's great. We'll get to that when we get there. <laughs> great. Yep. Great. Um, you know, the, the Eastern conference is wide open. And then in the West Ben, uh, I think the, the, the jazz and, and the Suns are going to be looking to add pieces and mm. maybe the blazers, maybe the nuggets, the Mavs. Um, and then teams I identified as sellers. I had the Pistons, the magic, the Cavs, the wizards, the rockets, the T wolves, I guess, you know, all the bad teams, Mm. Um, and the Thunder are always kind of looking to sell off players, but I don't think they're actually very bad. I think they're actually pretty good, but, Mm. uh, if they're selling off pieces, it's probably just to open up opportunities for younger players. Sure. I got plenty of those. Um, so here we go. Let's hop into it here. Uh, can't wait where to begin. So I was thinking about this, you know, with LeBron James going down over the weekend with an ankle injury. And Anthony Davis uh, out indefinitely dealing with like an Achilles thing. I think there's actually like a really huge opportunity for teams in the Western Conference. And someone's going to pounce. And that is very exciting. Um, you know, we had the, uh, the we had the run with Golden State Warriors. We had that run with KD and Stephen Clay and Draymond. And after that, this, the, the West has sort of been like a shifting kind of amoeba you know there we don't really have a top dog yet and mm-hmm. uh the con- you know the conference is open here and i think it'd be really cool then to see damian lillard the portland trailblazers pounce on this could this be their year so here's what i want to do first i want to give the portland trailblazers a little upgrade a little facelift Mm-hmm. And, you know, the Blazers have been riddled with injuries this year. Um, mm-hmm. They're currently in fourth place in the conference. They've done it without CJ McCollum. They've done it without Yusuf Nurchich, Zach, Zach Collins. He had a ankle injury. Um, and Derek Jones Jr. And, and, and Robert Covington have really filled in very well. But I want to give us a little uh, upgrade on the wing so Ben, here, okay. here's what I want to do, and I'm going to share this trade with you in our chat. Uh, I am going to send to the Blazers, Demar Derozan, small forward, power forward, Demar Derozan. Going back to the Spurs, we're sending Ennis Cantor, Rodney Hood, Derek Jones Jr., Zach Collins, and Ooh. a 2022 lottery protected first round pick. Wow. So not a not a bad haul for those Spurs, I gotta yeah. say. 
Look, I Zach mean, Collins, a lot of upside. Derek Jones, you never know. Yeah, I like it. So I, th- I thought about, you know, like why does Portland do this deal? I mean, and it's a it's a tough but necessary trade for the Blazers who give up a good deal of depth of, of depth in in the in the trade in exchange mm. for a high end talent on an expiring contract. This is uh, Demar Derozan uh, playing out the last year of his contract. It pains me a little bit to part ways with Cantor. Who would be a wonderful backup to Nurkic uh, coming off the men. Zach Collins is still like a young big man. Derek Jones Jr. has been, you know, a really nice player. But you got to set that stuff aside for the chance to acquire DeMar DeRozan, who's quietly mm-hmm. having like an incredible year, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Averaging 20 points a game, seven and a half assists, four and a half rebounds. He shoots, you know, he only shoots like 30% from three, but on a team with Lillard and McCollum, you right, know, he won't have to do too much of that. Yeah, no, he'd act. He'd actually really thrive. All of his responsibilities would be in mid range, mm-hmm. um, and at the small forward position, you know, DeRozan is quietly putting up a season that's on par with like LeBron, Jimmy Butler, Chris Middleton. Imagine Lillard, McCollum, if they had the chance to play with someone like Middleton or Jimmy Butler. So, yeah, you know, we'd be talking about that team as as title contenders. So I want to do it. I want to roll the dice here. Mm. Um, and for San Antonio, you know, it's it's a bit harder of a sell, but I don't know. I mean, they should, I think, maybe jump at the opportunity because, um, you know, look, it's 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 the Spurs. Uh, they get an opportunity to open up playing time for younger players. Popovich and the Spurs are, you know, kind of famously stubborn, so we have to maybe twist some arms here. But they get a first-round <laughs> pick. They get a big man in in, uh, in Zach Collins, expiring money in Ennis Cantor, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. and a couple of serviceable role players in Derek Jones Jr. and Rodney Hood. Ben, uh, give and me that a, first round pick. I like that. Yeah, yeah. and the first round pick. So mm-hmm. go ahead and give me a letter grade. I'm going to pour myself a little shot of mm. uh, of IPA here. Let me know what you think. Uh, if, what is the uh, what is that IPA exactly? That's a that's an interesting looking can. So it's called. Uh, Jai, I don't know how to pronounce this. Jai Alai? Highlight? Huh? Isn't that Highlight? Highlight? The, the sport, Highlight? Sure, yeah. Highlight? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, great. Cool. All right. Highlight APA, IPA, shout out to them. Um, it's from a, Cigar City Brewing. That's all I know. Okay. Yeah. Great. Non paid endorsement there. You're great. welcome. Yep. Um, I, I like this trade. I will give it a solid now. Listen, much like Danny LaRue, I, uh, I'm a very, very tough grader. I do not believe in grade inflation. Um, a C is, uh, is average, is the actual average. Yeah. Um, and that is, in fact, what I will give this trade. I, um, I like it. I don't love it, but I like okay. it. Um, okay. uh, you know, I think DeMar could certainly help the Blazers. I don't know if he's going to put them over the top necessarily. Um, He's not, uh, you know, he's, he's not that kind of, uh, you know, big time game changer, but I think he could certainly help them if they get hot at the right time. You never know. Um, Could, could be their year. I think this trade definitely is a little risky for Portland with, um, you know, it's placing a lot of, a lot of responsibility on Nurkic's, uh, you know, um, recently injured shoulders. Yeah. So without Cantor backing them up, uh, they don't have too many other big men on that team, um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I love uh, I love like a small ball lineup with like Covington at the five. Demar can play the four. Um, 
and they've got plenty of shooting, a lot of like switchability there. So yeah, you know what? Um, I like it. Uh, I'll give it a solid, solid, respectable C. Great. Uh, yeah, I'll take that out of the gate. You know, uh, yeah, a C. Yeah. 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 Listen, you can't hit a home run your first at bat. You know. So. All right. Let's let's try trade number let's warm two. Up a little bit. Yeah. Let's try <laughs> trade number two. See if I can maybe get a little better of a grade. So, uh, Ben, I'm, I'm going. It's not gonna be easy. I'm going for the heartstrings here, Ben. Oh boy. Um, oh boy. I'm not messing around here, so I'm going right for your heart, and that is the hometown team, the Philadelphia 76ers, Ben. Oh boy! Don't you dare, Ben. I think the Eastern Conference leading Philadelphia 76ers might be due for a little. Uh, a little something special, a little something special under the Christmas tree. Mm. So, what I want to do, Ben... What does is, Dr. Daryl have in store for us? I want to send you, Ben, a shooting guard, a little perimeter help, and uh, he's coming to town by way of Chicago. I'm sending you Zach Levine, No, ben. Levine? Sending you really? Zach Levine. Just sent that trade over to you in the chat, and here we Ooh. go. This is what we're thinking. Yep, 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 yep. Okay, mm. so look, the Sixers are really good. They're the number one team in the East. Joel Embiid's on the mend. He survived what seemed like a really scary knee injury the other week. Mm-hmm. But I think there may be one elite perimeter play weight, playmaker um, away from being like very, very dangerous. And I mm-hmm. want to suggest, Ben, I know you've had a a lot of time to reflect on last year's uh, trade deadline pod. Um, mm-hmm. I want to suggest that of, maybe, just maybe, the Embiid-Ben Simmons pairing can work. Um, last year, that was sort of a sticking point for you. You yeah. were sort of insistent that they needed to be broken up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I, I was fully vindicated uh, by, by their... You know, uh, I mean, the only reason they're winning right now is because of uh, you know, Embiid sitting on the bench. Am I right? So you think it's, this is just a mirage? You think that they will eventually crumble? That the, the pairing can't work? That they still you still feel that they must be broken up? Listen, as long as Joel stays in street clothes, I like their chances. Wow. Otherwise, yeah, not so sure about this. Wow, wow, wow. All right, well, I want to acquire... I'm a believer. I want to acquire a playmaker, mm-hmm. a shot maker, without giving up Simmons or Embiid. I think those two big lads uh, should play together, and I want to keep Tobias Harris in place as well. Mm -hmm. So, look, I remember when Zach Levine signed that contract with the Bulls a few years ago. I was actually driving out to to Vegas for Summer League with Matt Hobby and our friend Lucas, Mm -hmm. and we were admittedly clowning it pretty hard. Uh, Four years, $78 million dollars. Uh, it seemed ins- absurd at the time. It seemed mm. like uh, like a terrible contract. But, I mean, there's no way around it. Levine's been pretty great this year. He's an all-star. Uh, he's been worth every penny on that deal this year. He averages 28 points a game, mm. five rebounds, five assists. He's shooting 45% from three. Yeah. 87. He's good at, he's good at shooting. from the line. Mm -hmm. Um, I understand he's not a great defender. I'm I'm hoping maybe that maybe Simmons 
uh, and Embiid can sort of cover up for his uh, deficiencies there. Yeah, that's my big question mark here because they are giving up Danny Green and, I mean, Mike Scott to a lesser degree. But Danny Green, still a very capable wing defender, uh, obviously not the offensive you know, powerhouse that Levine is. Yeah. Um, but I like it because Levine's, you know, he is a, a good distributor as well as being, you know, a deadly shooter. Yeah. Um, oh, I should say the other half of the trade. So going back to the Bulls, we have Danny oh, Green. Oh, yeah, I mean, not said that, yeah. Danny Green, Mike Scott, Philly's first round picks, which are lottery protected in 2021 and 2023. So two mm. first round picks and the expiring contracts of Danny Green and Mike Scott. Mm-hmm. So you're clearing a bunch of salary cap space off your books. About $20 million of salary cap gets wiped off the books for Chicago. You get two first-round picks. And let's be real. The Chicago Bulls, from their perspective, if you want to know why they're doing it, they're not, you know, uh, Zach Levine has one year or two years left on his contract? Two years, I believe. Two years, yeah. okay. So they're, the, the Bulls are not two years away from making a meaningful playoff run, from me, making no. a meaningful championship run. So if that's the case, um, they are in asset hoarding mode, and they should mm-hmm. be trying to acquire as many future first-round picks as possible. Um, so sell high on Zach Levine. And if I feel like if the Sixers can get a shot maker without giving up Simmons, without giving up uh, Tobias or Embiid, obviously, uh, it seems like a risk worth taking. A risk worth taking. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it. I mean, uh, it sort of r- reminds me a little of like a like a poor man's like Jimmy Butler. Um, yep. Although not really a similar player because Levine's a better shooter and distributor and Butler's a much better... Well, no, Butler's a great distributor. But Butler's a much better defender, certainly. Um, and, you know, that worked pretty well, that experiment. So, uh, you know, I I like it more for the Bulls. I like I like getting out from, from Levine and, and getting some assets and some, some cap space off the book next year. So I'm going to give it a... Um, from the, like for, a the, for the... Yeah, I'm going to give it a C minus. Um, just because, you know, the Sixers team, I'm not at all sold on, um, you know, giving up some defense in this trade. You know, and Levine, hey, he's great on, you know, filling in the, filling the stat sheet, but he's never really proven himself, you know, in the playoffs. He's, uh, it's uh, sort of uh, you know unclear whether or not he's a contributes to winning basketball as the as they say. Yeah. So um, you know I think it's a bit of a you know fifty fifty proposition, but I do like it for the for the Bulls side. So uh, that's why I'll give it a C minus. Right. Jeez, man, you are as advertised one of the hardest task taskmasters, hardest graders uh, in in the uh, NBA. Uh, Listen. Know, media community i have not built my uh, reputation as an nba front office insider on uh you know lots lots of uh rainbows and fairies you know i'm uh I'm, I'm, I'm about the business should we hit pause here for top shot we have five minutes here ben walk us down yeah. the top. anything else you want to talk about walk walk us down do you want to walk us down your top shot journey talk to me about how you're feeling about this pack I I don't fucking know. It's a pack. If I get it, I'll make money. If I don't, then <laughs> whatever. It's such a stupid game. It's, it's like so if you stu- can get yeah. Like it, it's literally just lotto tickets. If you get a, if you you scratch off, you know, and then 
If you get a pack, like you're basically guaranteed to make money off of it. I, I don't know how long that lasts for. Like, will there? I'm sure at some point there will be a time when you can just go on and buy a pack anytime you want, and there yes. will be so much inventory that most of them will be worth like a couple dollars. Um, yeah. But at this point, it's pretty much you get a pack, you make you fucking at least like five x your money. Um, yeah. So that's kind of my strategy. <laughs> um, yeah, like if whatever. There's obviously people who spend a lot of time analyzing all this stuff and flipping moments and you know developing strategies and stuff and making real money. Do we know of anyone that's been able to get their money out of Dapper? The uh, not the, yet the website uh, that controls all of our finances. Well, our friend Ghost did get verified, so I guess he's able to. But I don't know if that means like. Once you're verified, you know, your identity, then you can immediately withdraw or if they're still like, I think they're still like approving them on like case by case basis. So it's still like a waiting period. Mm -hmm. Um, But they say that, you know, eventually it'll be completely seamless, um, which I'd have to take their word for because they seem, you know. Yeah. I I feel like they're big enough now that they're not going to completely fuck this up being, you know, in bed with the NBA. Agreed. Um, A fairly major corporation. So... Yeah, I'm not, you know, I don't, I'm not one of these like top shot as a scam people. I just think it's, no, yeah, yeah. A, you know, evil <laughs> and bad. And I wish I didn't do it. <laughs> why do you, but think, it's been fun. Why do you, th- <laughs> why do you think it's evil and bad? Um, well, as I watch the clock tick down one minute, nine seconds, eight seconds, I, um, it's just, it's just very, um, addictive and, yeah. Uh, in a you know sort of destructive way and if you're good at there goes my alarm um you know i mean i whatever i feel honestly fine that i can that i'm you know able to control my my impulses um and i do think that like in the long run it's you know a fun thing to just have as like a little you know fucking like piggy bank thing that maybe in yeah. a year's time will be worth money right now it's not <laughs> it's the same uh, because i reason, definitely got in at the wrong time but it's the same reason to um invest in something like bitcoin years ago which was like do i really know for certain that this will work out absolutely not but basically right. what you're doing is buying a a ticket for a roller coaster and it's like cool like if it crashes I can live with losing this much money. If it takes off, hey, that'll be a fun little happy story that I have that I made some money right. off like a digital thingy. Yeah. But right. um yeah, I think we're we're all just like in it for the fun roller coaster ride of being part of something unique. Right. I'll probably yeah. I mean I guess it's tough to say like how I'll feel about it until five years from now. Um Yeah, I mean it will ultimately depend on like how much money you sink into this roller coaster. Um, yeah, how much money you sink, and also like how much. Like right now, it doesn't give me any joy whatsoever None. to like None. go on and like check my account value and be like, "Yeah, it's still shitty." <laughs> um, and maybe if I had all the time and interest to like nerd out and become like a market dude, um, it would be a lot more fun. Like fantasy basketball is, although fantasy basketball. Also not entirely positive experience, as you and I both know. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of like 
fantasy basketball, but with more stress and higher financial stakes and much greater chance to ruin. How'd you do? And my number is 298,473. 298,000? Uh, like yeah. 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 Beach. Not going to be getting out of that, uh, that massive debt anytime soon. It yeah. looks like. Yeah. <laughs> beat you to the beat you, man. I got two fourteen thousand. Ooh, not bad. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah, yeah, All right. Yeah, yeah. Look That's at exciting. us. Look at us. How many packs are getting released today? Uh, I believe 60K. Is that what they said? Cool. Let's see. Wow. 307,000 plus waiting in the room. I feel like that's the most. I feel like that's the highest I've seen. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's 60K. I mean, there is like a fun little thrill when you get a pack, sure. Uh, That's very, it's very momentary and fleeting. Um, I would say it's pretty fleeting, man. I I don't, yeah. I don't even know that I feel like I got one of the, um, one of the rare all star packs the other day. And, yeah, uh, I was like one of like the lucky few, you know, people that I know that like got it. And I don't feel like, <laughs> Um, especially, uh, I mean, I, I understand how, uh, bratty I probably sound by being like, eh, it wasn't that exciting, but it's just kind of like, I don't know, like I have a thing on a website and I, I'm told that it might be worth a lot of money one day and, uh, I guess we'll see. But, uh, for the time being, uh, I just try to like forget about it and not really think about it. Yeah, it's um, it's not great. I mean, the the worst thing about it for sure is when these pack drops happen. It's just kind of like fucks up your day or your night. Um, and if yes. you are someone who already struggles, uh, like, like I time like basic basically literally everyone in this country slash world right now with having your phone constantly like dinging and alerting you and yeah. just burning a hole in your pocket and distracting you from like being at all like present uh with you know your actual family or friends or people around you um yeah it's a little um i would say it's not yeah not great and like i would totally just be like i mean it's like well no one's forcing you to do it so definitely not whatever why the fuck are we complaining about this thing where it's like hey here's a chance at free money oh okay you're complaining about this like fuck you um, but because of the fact that at this point, at least in Top Shot's, you know, history and development, it's guaranteed money if you are lucky enough to score a pack, you're sort of like, well, I have to do this. It's not, and to be clear, I don't have to, I'm not, yeah. you know, I'm very, very fortunate that I, you know, whether or not I score a Top Shot pack is not going to determine whether or not I can like eat dinner tonight. Um, uh, which is awesome. So I sh- absolutely can't complain <laughs> about, you know, the fact that this is like a fun little distraction um, for me. But but yeah, it makes you feel like, oh, fuck, like, hold on. I have to like check this thing because I would just kind of feel like a sucker if I didn't check it. Because if I do get it, then it's just like, boom, free money. Like, why would I pass that uh, up that opportunity? So it just makes you feel like a robot slave to this thing in your phone and... I already have enough things that I feel like a robot slave to on my phone, uh, whether it's work emails or, yeah, you know, text threads or whatever the fuck it is where, yeah, I'm kind of like, it's just one more thing that makes it that much more difficult to just feel like a normal human being on a night by night basis. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. But hey. Yeah. 
there's, there's worse things in the world. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Well, I guess let's go back to the trades. Yeah. <laughs> this uh, little intermission was brought to you by NBA Top Shot. Uh, you can sign up now at nbatopshot.com and don't forget to fill up those dapper balances, folks. <laughs> Wait, Ben, are you going to leave the line? Uh, yes. I'm going to leave. I, f- I feel like that would be very empowering for us to like close yeah. out that window. As our friend, as our friend Ghost uh, once told us, I will leave the line with my dignity. Thank yeah, you very much. Yeah, I'm leaving the, this line with my dignity. Um, okay. Left. All right. Well, I'm going to pick up your spirits here, Ben. I know you're a little down... You know, you just gave us this whole long spiel about, like, how depressing it is to fucking own all this amazing, like, NBA, NFT. Well, I'm going to pick up your spirits right now, Ben. Uh, I got thank you. a big-time trade for you. All right, that's what I need. And it's one let's of your... Get back to, let's get back to real life. It's one of your favorite teams. It involves one of your favorite teams. We're talking about one of your favorite players. He's not going to be traded, one of your favorite players, but he, he, it's, oh it's, he's, he's getting a, a special present. Mm. We're talking about the Denver Nuggets, Ben. We want to give Ooh. Nikola Jokic a little present. I know how much you love Nikola. And so I'm hoping, Ben, to improve upon my, my MVP, C baby. and my C-. minus. And we're going to be sending, Ben, to Denver, to Nikola, where you're going to be sending one Bradley Beal oh, from the Washington baby. Wizards for Paul Millsap. Wow. Gary Harris, Ball Ball, RJ Hampton, and three first-round picks. Whoa. Denver's 2021, 2024, and 2026 first-round picks. Yowza. So here's why Denver, I think, wants to do this trade. The Nuggets are, are, are playing well. They're sitting at fifth in the Western Conference at the moment. They're averaging, I think, 116 points per game. They're about fourth in the NBA amongst the leaders and team scoring. But to me, they just don't look as explosive. They don't have quite the same punch as last year. Mm. And, you know, that's that's saying a lot because Nikola Jokic, the Joker, is having an MVP caliber season. Um, yeah. But they lost a little depth in, in the offseason. Then, you know, they lost Jeremy Grant. They lost Torrey Craig. They lost the Plum Dog Millionaire mm. free agency. So the objective with this trade is pretty simple. It's to give the Nuggets some much-needed firepower and kind of force their hand in a sneaky way here. So we are acquiring Bradley Beal, the league leader in scoring, to play a hybrid point guard shooting guard along their already hybrid point guard shooting guard shooting guard Jamal Murray. Mm-hmm. And together they will be what I think will be the most lethal must-watch backcourt this side of Stephen Clay. Uh, Beal averages 32 points a game, five rebounds, almost five assists. He shoots 34% three. He does everything you want. Uh, and it gives the Nuggets the ideal inside-out game with Jokic and Beal and Murray on the perimeter. But the real reason we love this trade, then is trading off Millsap forces Michael Malone's hand He's got no choice but to start Michael Porter Jr., mm. who is just Our the most prom king. Yeah, the most fun, strange prom king in the game today. We unleash mm-hmm. MPJ. The only thing I love more than his game is his politics. Oh my God! Sixteen points a game. He's got those conservative politics. Ben seven and a half rebounds. He shoots a whopping forty-two percent from three. 
yeah. he's got sympathy for the police. Um, mm-hmm. And suddenly, Ben, Jesus Christ. And not so much sympathy for masks. No, no, not a big mask guy. Uh, we have a humongous, a humongous whopping starting lineup now in Denver, Ben, that one through five is lights out from deep, and they can pass uh, mm. b- between Jokic, Michael Porter Jr., uh, Bradley Beal, Jamal Murray, and who would be a- the other person in the starting lineup? Why am I drawing a blank? Yeah, I'm trying to think. Would they have uh, like um, like Barton starting? Will or Barton. Yeah, that's an- who it is. Another, Barton. yeah. Yeah, Got it's it. Barton. Yeah, Barton. Yeah. yeah, they play Barton at the small forward and MPJ right. at the four. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, man, I mean, think about it. Think about that starting lineup. The it's a Cl- very fun team. The My Clippers, goodness. the Jazz, the Suns, the Lakers, they want nothing to do with a Nuggets team that has Bradley Beal on it. Um, yeah. And the reason Washington does it is, you know, they're terrible. They need to Why invest. The fuck not? Yeah, they yeah. need to invest in draft picks. Uh, they can, you know, if they can ever get off Russell Westbrook, Russell Westbrook's contract, they'll be in a, you know, stronger shape than they are now but for now mm-hmm. they get ball ball who's gigantic and is so tantalizing reminder to anyone who didn't see this guy play in the bubble uh they get rj hampton who to me has a lot of actual similarities with russell westbrook in that mm. he is just like a ball of energy all speed power great passing instincts but needs to find some consistency consistency with his jump shot and Millsap expires at the end of the season. And now you have Gary Harris, who makes $20 million a year, $19 million a year. Uh, he's got he's on the hook for this season and next. So next year he becomes probably one of the biggest expiring contracts in the NBA, you know. So that that's gonna be a commodity that you can maybe mm-hmm. flip. Mm-hmm. And look, you know, for Wizards fans, you guys are aren't two years away from being a championship contender. So take your medicine, you lean into the rebuild, you sell off Bradley Beal, three first rounders, two young prospects, uh, some cap space. I think it's a nice haul. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Can I get a letter grade? You know, um, I uh, normally frown upon this sort of just blatant sucking up, brown nosing to the teacher, Chris. Um, but I must say, you have done an effective job here. Um, I'm going to hand out a solid B. Ooh, we're in the B's now. A B for Bradley. You know what? You know what? I'm going to give it a B plus. A because B plus? Bradley Beal, so I'm giving you two B's for this one. Okay. Um, I mean, I I'm gonna love pour myself the extra idea. Shot. Yeah, make sure you get two shots in there yeah. um, for, for this one. Uh, I love the idea of a team that could score 200 points in a basketball game and could give up 210. Um <laughs> I mean, this Denver team lost really its only capable defender just now with Paul Millsap uh, leaving town, and their second best defender is probably Gary Harris. Um, so exciting. So I love sending those guys packing. Yeah. Um, no need for your services here. Uh, best of luck to you. And Bradley Beal, I mean, uh, you know, at first I'm like, well, how would that really work? Because there's not like a clear one guard between him and Murray. But their one guard is Nicole Jokic. Um, and right. with Beal and Murray and Porter, and just I just envision so much just like flying around and crazy cutting and motion and movement and shooting. And um, yeah, it's absolutely tantalizing um, to, uh, to, to, to fantasize about. So I 
like it a lot. Um, I mean, on yes. the for the Wizards, why would you not? Um, they stink. And I also love Bradley Beal. I want him to have fun. I want him to be happy. Yeah. He seems like a very good person and a absolutely tremendous basketball player. Again, doesn't defend, um, but he won't need to defend uh, when his team is putting up 180 points a night. Um, so, yeah, I love this trade. Um, I honestly never thought I'd be uh, going so high as a B-plus for any of these trades, wow. but you you have done it. Um, so kudos to you and um, and congrats. And, um, yeah, let's let's keep our fingers crossed for, for Bradley and for Nicola. Well, I'm not done yet, Ben. I oh want to go a little further here. I oh, have figured out the way to crack. I hope you're still able to uh, to do work with all that IPA uh, shooting Coursing into your veins right now. through my veins. Yeah. I have figured out keep, the way. Keep it together. I, you're looking a little shaky on camera here, Chris. Figured out the way to crack you, Ben, is just go right for the heart. Go after all the all the people that you love. So here's what we're gonna. I'm gonna I'm gonna drop my next trade here, Ben, oh, and. Boy. Let's talk about let's talk about the Utah Jazz. Mm. Y- Utah, we man, love nothing less. U- <laughs> I mean, nothing more. Utah is uh, scary as hell uh, in a lot of ways, um, but the team, <laughs> the team, the Jazz are very good. They are the third mm-hmm. best offensive team. They are the fifth best defense. They are the number one uh, offense defense differential in the league. So it makes sense that they're the number one seed in the Western Conference at the moment. Uh, Donovan Mitchell is playing like a man possessed. You know, he he got that scolding from Shaq, and he mm, has re- thank goodness that really turned his game oh, around. He has really responded very very well. I mean, thank mm-hmm, God Shaq mm-hmm. read him uh, the right act, read him his rights. Yeah. That's really the final <laughs> thing that I think he needed to kind of like yes, you know, put the, put the pieces together. Just y- that little motivation. Yes, he needed a motivation. He needed a scold, reprimand, and talking to, and he got it. Yeah, and he's responded. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're very excited about that. Uh, Rudy Gobert is doing all the things he usually does, wreaking havoc on defense. Uh, Mike Conley has regained his footing after a down year last year. And the most underrated component of of the Jazz, um, you know, Utah's role players are elite. So... What yeah, I, you know who's incredibly good? Fucking Joe Ingles. Man, I know. Every year I forget. Every year I'm like, remember, Joe Ingles, like, don't sleep on him. And he has, like, you know, five straight games where he scores, like, four points and two assists. And then you like look at his stats and you're like, oh, he's shooting like 52% from the field and like 49% from three. Um, I mean, just the other night he dropped, what, like 34 points or something like that. Um, shot eight for 10 from downtown. Um, yeah, he's just ridiculous. I, lo- I love him. Yeah, he's incredible. He's He is, I feel like he's like the biggest enigma in the league. You know, like there's something mm-hmm. about him where you're like, man, you're so slippery. Like, I can't really <laughs> put my finger on you, but you are incredible at basketball. You are like one of the great heels of the Oh, NBA, yeah. He's also a know? WWF character, so yes. it's pretty pretty, pretty obvious why, Absolutely. why we love him. So I want to upgrade the team, um, and I think the, the spot... Uh, yeah, I want to upgrade the team, and uh, f- let's talk about the Jazz starting five. So they have... Mike Conley, Donovan Mitchell, Bogdan Bogdanovich, Royce O'Neal, and Rudy Gobert. Uh, and then coming off the bench, they have Shaq Harrison, Jordan Clarkson, Joe Ingles, Derek Favors. So I want to give Conley and Mitchell one more toy to play with. 
I want to give these guys one <laughs> last love, You love toy. giving out toys. One last toy to play with, Ben. And, and to be clear, that's what these players are. They are That toys. toy, Ben, is going to be Houston's Christian Wood. What? Houston what? <laughs> Christian Wood. We have Christian right. Wood going to the Utah Jazz. Going back, to the, this time. going back to the Rockets, we have Royce O'Neal, Yudeka Azubuke, and Utah's first-round picks in 2022 and 2024. So here is why everyone's doing it, Ben, and I don't want you to shake your head at me. <laughs> Utah gets one hell of an upgrade at the power forward spot. They get a stretchy big man having a breakout year, which you know all about. You have this guy in fantasy, 22 True. points a game. 10 rebounds a game. He shoots 40% from three. Pair that guy next to Mitchell. And Utah uh, has its twin towers with with uh, with Rudy Gobert and, and Christian Wood. Uh, they co- certainly do. Yeah, two, two massive, massive guys. Um, and they're completely unguardable. I mean, Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, Bogdanovich, Christian Wood, Mike Conley. I'm telling you, the Clippers, the Lakers, the Nets, the Sixers, the Heat – they are toast against that starting five. They don't. None of those teams have the bigs to match up against Gobert and Christian Wood. Mm-hmm. So for Houston, I mean, look, Rockets fans, you guys are very far from being good. Uh, Christian Wood is on a three-year contract. He's got two more seasons under team control after this season. The Rockets are not going to be in the playoffs or competing for a championship in the next two seasons. Houston needs all the help it can get stockpiling draft picks uh, and tanking. They just need young talent, and they need uh, to clear their, their, their books as much as possible. So if anything, um, you know, I, I am looking for ways to send more draft picks to Houston. But... Um, curious to hear what you think then uh, i want that letter grade and how do you like the fit of christian wood in utah playing next to gobert and mitchell and mike conley and bogdanovich um i'm gonna give this one a d chris god damn I it <laughs> don't it troubles me it confuses me okay um i mean i love the effort the supposed innovation uh you know ingenuity that, that you put into this trade, but it just doesn't doesn't add up for me um, uh, on for either either side. Um, I mean, the Rockets stink, and Christian Wood is basically their only like him and Kevin Porter Jr. and maybe Kenyon Martin Jr. are like their only future building blocks. I I can't see them even for like you know getting more future potential building blocks. Uh, with these draft pick, but you know, a first from the jazz, they're never in the lottery. It's like, those aren't going to be super valuable picks. Um, uh, and then you're getting Royce O'Neal, um, who is really only valuable to, you know, a contending playoff team. Um, I can't imagine they would ever do this deal. Um, and for the jazz, I just don't see how, I mean, yeah, so Wood is technically a four, but he's really more of a five, uh, like a stretch five in my mind. Um, I don't see, like, sure, you think, like, oh, think of all the rim protection with Gobert and Wood, but then they're also not really able to, like... So much rim protection. So much rim protection, but it turns out you can have too much (laughs) rim rim protection. There is only one rim, 
and um and you get you know you you have uh five players on on the court um so you you know can only have sort of one guy uh kind of guarding the basket at a time uh you know there's illegal defense rules yeah not so, everyone so sees it that way not everyone yeah sees okay it that way. all right well i mean maybe if uh if quinn snyder has some <clears throat> some tricks up his sleeve he can scheme some some kind of a defensive strategy that would work for these two but i don't see yeah wouldn't i mean go bear for all of his uh you know, um, mastery of, of rim protection, you know, he's not going to be able to chase guys around the perimeter. And Christian Wood is, you know, slightly better, but he's pretty, you know, lumbery, six foot ten big man. So, um, yeah, I see that a as a D. major downgrade. Uh, yeah. A D. But, a D. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I really don't like to do it. Um, I don't like to discourage you. Don't like uh, to do it. You love to do it. This this is... <laughs> This is making your day here. I mean, nothing you love more than sending one of your students back to the cl- back of the classroom saying, "Redo your homework. It's not good enough." So this yeah, is Yeah, listen, Chris, much like Shaquille O'Neal, I believe in discipline, uh, I believe in motivation, and I believe in negative uh, motivation, not positive motivation. Um, I believe in punishment, and I believe in um, yeah, cr- creating uh, some some sort of uh, actual incentive for you. You cannot to have too much rim protection. Tell it to David Robinson and Tim Duncan, the original Twin Towers. You cannot have too much rim protection. I stand by my trade. We'll move on to trade number five. I'm going to take a shot of my IPA. I'll accept my D. I wear my D with pride. It's a great trade. Utah, uh, 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 Dennis Lindsay, Utah GM, Dennis Lindsay, if you're listening, you should think about it. Christian Wood. Absolutely is, not, Dennis. Walk away from Christian the deal. Wood is it's a not a good idea. Wonderful. He would be a wonderful fit in Utah. Um Mm-mm. Which is a uh, you know a complicated place. I have a lot of feelings about that state. I'm gonna have a shot of my IPA, and we'll move on to our next trade, Ben. Ugh, all right. All right. Hopefully, hopefully you do you do better with the next one. And by the way, just some quick uh, Joe Engel stats. Um, I think I like sort of like as a hyperbole, I threw out there that he was shooting uh, 52% from the floor and 49% from three. Um, it turns out he's actually shooting. Um, uh, 54% from the floor uh, overall field goal percentage um, and 49% exactly from three-point range. Are you kidding um, me? He is currently shooting 66% from two-point range, which is leading the NBA, and his effective field goal percentage is .713, which is also leading the NBA. <laughs> How many shots does he take from three a game? Uh, three-point range, he is averaging 5.5 attempts, Making two point seven per game, which on, is forty nine percent. Absurd. That's gross. Yeah. That is gross. Yeah. Gross. Yeah, it's insane. Um, it's atrocious. 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 It's atrocious. <laughs> oh boy, that IPA is really getting to you now, Chris. I can it's tell. Coursing through the veins. Don't worry. These yeah. trades are going to get real <laughs> spicy here. Okay. All right. Uh, my next trade, Ben involves another uh, up and comer in the Western Conference. It's those sons of phoenix and they are real mm-hmm. feisty mm-hmm. so Frisky. yep what i want to do here ben is um all right let's talk let's talk about the phoenix suns so look ben the the clock the clock is ticking now here on chris paul right mm. we know father time is undefeated the phoenix suns are getting dangerously close here to devin booker feeling frustrated and disgruntled and mad 
I mean, mm. just, just and this happens all the time in the NBA. Um, just today, Aaron Gordon requested a trade, you know, and uh, promising young talent. Enough, I'm through. Get me out of here. So things change very quickly in this league, Ben, and we need to give the Suns some extra firepower to make a run. Because I've decided, Ben, if uh, there's anything less than a Western Conference Finals appearance for the Phoenix Suns, Devin Booker wants out. He's going to demand a trade. Mm -hmm. So I've identified the power forward spot as the most logical place to upgrade this team. I I, I like Cameron Johnson. I think he's a nice player. But he's not going to cut it for CP3 and Devin Booker. Yeah. Reminder. Right. We're looking to get to the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, he doesn't what? feel like a like a finals-type player. Western Conference Finals or bust. So, we are moving, Ben, Cameron Johnson to Detroit for none other than Jeremy Grant. Just oh, wow. Okay, wow. so here's the trade. That's huge. We're sending Jeremy Grant to the Phoenix Suns. In return, the Pistons are going to get Jay Crowder, Cameron Payne, Jalen Smith, and Phoenix's 2021 and 2023 mm. first-round picks. All right. Mm. Now, let's talk. Um, Jeremy Grant is having an absolute breakout campaign, right? Jeremy, you know, can't can, if Jeremy can't convince Devin Booker to stay in Phoenix, no one will. Um, mm. Grant, Jeremy Grant's averaging a robust 23 points a game, five rebounds, two and a half assists, a block a game. He shoots 35% from three. He's a real stretchy four. This guy will allow DeAndre Ayton to cook in that paint. And it gives mm. Booker and CP3 a shot creator in the mid-range. I think it's going to work beautifully then. Now, I know, I know, I know you. Why would Detroit do it, right? You're thinking, mm, I mean, Cameron, Cameron Johnson, really, for Jeremy Grant? Look, Pistons GM Troy Weaver is all about that draft compensation, Ben. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He doesn't give a rat's ass about the product on the court as long as his team has a shot at that number one pick, Cade Cunningham. And that's what this Mm. trade gives Troy, a whopping three first-round picks in a loaded 2021 draft, as well as draft compensation for the 2023 draft. They also get a guy we love, Jalen Smith, a very talented big man that wears glasses, I do um, like Jalen in Detroit a whole lot. He feels like a Detroit type of player. So I think this is a win-win, man. Um, I, I, I really don't know what kind of issues you could have with this trade. I know you've had uh, you know, issues with with a bunch of my other trades. I have a C, a C minus, a B plus, and a D so far. Oh, you're keeping track. I see. That's good. Yeah. Um, but I feel like <laughs> this one, you know, this one is going to probably make you pretty happy if i know you uh mm-hmm. jeremy grant he's gonna be a seamless fit there in phoenix and um you know for, for the pistons they get a couple of of uh y- you know young players in jalen smith and campaign and then you know two first round draft picks ben that's i mean that's yeah, that's the currency of this league these these first round picks so go ahead give me give me a letter grade i know it's gonna be a good one. <laughs> oh, do you now um well, uh, you know what, Chris? Actually, you you have in fact redeemed yourself somewhat from your previous uh, debacle. Um, I I'm gonna give you 
I'm going to give you a B minus for this one, um, which is a very, very strong grade for me. Um, I think you can be very proud uh, to take that report card home to your parents tonight. Um, yeah, I love it. I, I love uh, I love Grant. Um, you know, a very talented player, but you know, I think he doesn't really work as like a number one, uh, you know, type type of uh, option. Um, but much like his role on uh, on Den- in, in Denver last season, I, I see him as like a perfect kind of plug and play. You know, high energy. Um, you know, great great wing defender. Very long, very springy. Um, and yeah, as he's shown this year, really has some some offensive talent when. You know, when 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 he needs it, uh, can create his own shot. Um, great at getting to the cup, getting to the line. Um, you know, can stretch it out to three. So I see him really fitting in, like as you as you said, very seamlessly uh, alongside uh, Booker and 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 CP3. You know, without clogging up up the paint for for Aiton, who really can't do much other than uh, um, you know sit in that area. So. Um, I think the pieces fit. Uh, I love uh, Jalen Smith getting a fresh start in Detroit. I love campaign. Uh, uh, you know, I've, I've, I've been waiting for a long time to see him get a little bit more, um, you know, opportunity. Um, of course, you know, Detroit does have, uh, you know, young, young point guard Killian Hayes and, uh, and I guess Dennis Smith Jr. still over there. Um, but I think, you know, maybe it'll be a little bit, a little bit more uh, room to breathe for, for campaign. And those draft picks are very, very appealing. Uh, so I you see this uh, yeah. as a win for both teams. So c- congratulations. Uh, you have not uh, completely blown it this time. Great. That's a B minus, and that feels like a huge win considering what a yeah. uh, difficult grader you can be, Ben. All right. Yeah, for, yeah. Trust me. It's a win. For my last and final trade, we're going heartstrings oh here. And oh when we're talking heartstrings, there's only one team. Um, that we can really be talking about, and that is the New York Knicks. Here we go. Here we go, baby. All Here right. we go. Let's talk Knicks for a second now. Is basketball back? 21 and 22. 21 and 22. Uh, there's a spirit. There's an energy at the mm-hmm. garden you right now. You can feel it. It's palpable. Oh, yeah. my God. The team you know, is playing with a with a chip on the shoulder. There's a buzz in the air in MSG. These there's days, been a, you know? there's been a culture change. Twenty one and mm-hmm. twenty two. We are currently a half game back of the sixth seed Boston Celtics. We're right on the heels of the Miami Heat and the Atlanta Hawks for the fourth mm. seed, for the fifth seed. Literally a game back of these other teams. So mm-hmm. the Knicks are. Let's face it, the Knicks are very much in the thick of things here in the Eastern Conference. Could the, it be their year? The Knicks are <laughs> the Knicks are back. Um, the Knicks are basketball back. Basketball is back, more important. Basketball is back. There's uh, a new energy. Tom Thibodeau has sort of, I mean, let's face it, he's renewed the spirit of the team. Our most, leader, our general. The most important coach, the most important figure in the franchise's history since you tell me, Jeff Van Gundy, Pat Riley, whatever it is, fill in the blank. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, basketball is back in the garden. So here's what we are thinking. Um, we're going to, Ben, we're going to, uh, we're going to bring home the prodigal son, the native son, Carl Towns, Carl Anthony Towns. Oh. is going to be coming back to New York. Oh, boy. Uh, Ben, oh, you boy. know this guy, you. born and raised in Edison, New Jersey, grew up a Knicks fan. So, Ben, you know from our most recent episode on Swish FM regarding the particulars of the salary cap, Ben, 
this year, NBA teams are permitted to spend $132 million in player salaries. Mm. Not, a, not, mm-hmm. a, not a nickel more. That's it. Mm. $132 mil, and don't go a penny over. Mm-hmm. Well, Ben, our guy Jim Dolan has been shrewd as ever. Uh, mm-hmm. He is an incredible businessman, Ben, and he decided the best way to create a winner, the best way to sort of galvanize this group, the best way to revitalize the franchise, the best way to see those orange and blue skies, Ben, was to leave about $40 million in available salary cap space mm-hmm. wide open, wide mm-hmm. open. And guess what, Ben? I'm beginning to hear whispers about a disgruntled star out where? Out in the frozen tundra of Minnesota, Ben. So we're sending. I mean, how could you not be disgruntled there? We're sending Carl Anthony Towns back to New York City. The Timberwolves <laughs> will be getting Alec Burks, Austin Rivers, Mitchell Robinson. Yeah, that's a lot to swallow. Got to be honest with you. Got to be honest. This it's gonna is a get, mouthful. It's going to get even harder. They're sending Obadiah Toppin, Obi Toppin, this Yee. year's first-round draft selection. And then mm-hmm. the Knicks will be sending a boatload of packages to Minnesota. So we are sending... <laughs> A boatload of packages. Uh, a boatload of picks. Excuse me, Ben. The uh, the IPA shots are adding up. <laughs> it's over. okay. Yeah, I know. That's just the IPA talking. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, no judgment here. So we are sending first-round picks in 2021 via Dallas, 2023, 2025. Oof. And I'll be honest with you. It's not enough. We're going to have to probably figure out a pick swap or something in there. I'm um, sure we can work out some sort of, you know, yeah. side arrangement under the table. Wink, wink, nudge, yes. nudge. But the point know. is, we're sending Carl. James has his ways. We're sending Carl back home to be with his family, with his friends. Mm. Leon Rose was his agent at CAA. Tibbs, Coach Tibbs and Towns, they have a longstanding relationship. They they made a playoff run together in 2018, ending mm-hmm. the Wolves, uh, uh, the, the franchise's 14-year drought. So, Ben, we're putting the band back together. Tibbs and Towns yeah. are two peas in a pod. This is a marriage that needs to be arranged. Proven winners. Pronto. You know? um, and, I mean, for New York, it seems pretty obvious. It's it's just a ma- massive talent upgrade. It pains me, obviously, to part ways with Mitch. Um, did you do? Did you try any sort of an arrangement that didn't include Mitch? Is it, here's is the it thing. all possible? I love Mitch too much to have to ask him to play second fiddle. Mm, it's not mm-hmm. right. Okay, I can see that. Yeah, yeah, it's not right. And um, so we send Mitch to Minnesota where he gets to be the franchise player. Yeah, he's um, basically the new Kevin Garnett. He's the new Garnett. Um, and, you know, for Minnesota, they do this trade because they have, you know, really no choice. They're very bad. D'Angelo Russell is clearly upset being forced to play alongside Carl Towns, uh, so much so that he's... Well, only, well he's forced a, to play alongside Carl Towns for all of, I believe, what, 20 minutes this season? 90 minutes. They've, they, 90. He, he's only agreed to play with him this year for 90 <laughs> minutes. Um, yeah, that's very. he's very disgruntled. And apparently. so this is the best for everyone, Ben. The Wolves get a ton of draft compensation. They get, arguably, the best, most productive center in the league on a per-dollar basis in Mitch Robinson. Mm. Um, Obi Toppin 
gets a clean slate in Minnesota. He's no longer blocked by King Julius. Everyone's happy. <laughs> I know, Ben, that um, I normally ask you to grade trades, but I think I already know, Ben, that this one is an A-plus from you. <laughs> um, so no need. Uh, you can just sign my um, report card, and I'll take it home to Mommy and Daddy, and that will be it. Um but yeah, no, tell me what you think, Ben. I know you're goo goo gaga over this one. Um, is there. Wait, a, how many IPAs did you drink over there? Uh, um, we're working on the first third of, mm-hmm, the, uh, mm-hmm. of the can. Well, um, you are sloppy like Zach Lowe yeah. uh, is about to be in a, in a few days' time. Sure. Uh, Chris, for this one. Um, as you just chug, is that a funnel I see? No. Yeah. All right. To our listeners, you can't see this on screen, but uh, Chris is now. Uh, rigging a funnel from the top of his uh, one can kitchen. is blue, one can is orange. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He's now donned a helmet, folks. Um, that is uh, strapped with uh, multiple cans. Um, I believe he has a uh, Boku style suicide <laughs> vest um, with uh, with even more IPA on his yeah. on his person. Yes. Um, yeah. This is. Um, I mean, this is shocking. This is. It is. You really. You. You. You swung for the fences with this one, and you know what, Chris? Um, as as hard as I can be, sometimes. Uh, you. You. You know. You do know how to how to wear down my defenses. So I will go ahead and close my eyes and sign that report card for you. It's an A plus. Um, yep. This is an A plus for me. Wow. Yep, you, you've Incredibly. Done it. You've done it. So looking over my report card here, a little rough in the beginning, but, you know, begins like a lion and, uh, well, uh, well, it would be the opposite of the month of March. Uh, In my case, I kind of uh, begin like a lamb and finish like a lion. But so I go, I get a C, a C minus, a B plus, a D, a B minus, and an A plus. That is fantastic. Fantastic. I mean, I... I'm known for for you know pulling the best out of my out of my students. You know you are yeah. you're a project for me, Chris, for sure. Um, I think you've got a lot of unrealized potential, but I'm glad that uh, that finally I was able to get through to you. You know, and uh, and my my tactics have clearly worked. So I'm proud of that, um, and I'm proud of, of how far you've come uh, as a student, um, as a student of, uh, of of this game that we call NBA front office inside. Inside, insiderness, insiderness. Yeah. yeah. All right, Ben. Well, uh, we'll be keeping we'll be keeping a close ear uh, to you know whatever whatever you can leak for the audience um, leading up to Thursday's deadline. Mm-hmm. Uh, deadline is at three p.m. Eastern on Thursday, the twenty fifth. Um, it's going to be very exciting. We expect a lot of movement, like you said. Um, you know, teams are going to be making a, a last minute play here to get into that play in, uh, tournament. So, uh, I guess that's it. Um, thanks, yeah. thanks for talking with us. Thanks for, thanks for all of your grading. <laughs> mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. Uh, Thank you once again to NBA Top Shot, uh, yeah. Dapper Labs, um, for sponsoring, uh, my crippling debt and, um, yeah, if anyone has any um, lawyers um, that I can get in touch with, I'm probably going to need some some help, some pretty uh, serious help in the near future. Yeah, I mean, we do have a lawyer that we just spoke to um, on our most recent episode. That's right. Yeah, uh, maybe he'll um, be able to help me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
All right. This was uh, a lot of fun and really encouraging, Ben. I'm excited about my report card to show mommy and daddy. Have a great work. Good week. I want you to have a great deadline. And don't be shy, Ben. If you hear any sort of rumblings, if you're hearing rumors, you just let us know what's happening. Will do, as always. Um, I'll have my finger on the pulse and my nose to the grindstone. That's where we like it, Ben. We'll talk to you next week, my friend. Take care. All right. Bye bye. You've been listening to Switch. 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 Swit